This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 223. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and yes, even those of you who are merely veg curious to share tips for living a healthier, plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. In this episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, we're going to share some tips for helping kids learn about healthy eating and making healthy choices for themselves. Now, Larissa and I grew up in households where we did eat pretty balanced meals. My parents, I don't know how my parents raised three kids who all loved fruits and vegetables. I kind of think back to probably the biggest thing for me was seeing them eat that as well. And they also didn't have too much junk. Now, we did eat out some at some places that weren't so good for you. We did have a little bit of junk. Probably we didn't, we had sugary cereals too, but for the most part though, they had us, and I remember my sister eating tomatoes, Mm -hmm. which is one of the things that kids hate, uh, like apples. Mm -hmm. She loved them so much. So uh, we're going to share some tips for perhaps how you can get your kids to make healthier choices, especially with all the temptations that are out there these days. Right. So how to get your kids not to be like me. (laughs) 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 right am i right it's sort of yeah 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 yeah. okay so we do have a new rating today though yes all the way from canada so this rating is uh from alex 05 and i say alex because there's an exclamation point after alex cool so alex is excited (laughs) alex 05 who says just so enjoyable I love to listen to this podcast on my commute to work. You guys are so encouraging and really make me believe that any positive change I can make is worth trying. The best part is how open you both are with mistakes or difficulties you've had and emphasize how we can help and support each other. Amazing. (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to to uh, go out to iTunes and leave us a rating. Mm -hmm. This really helps us people, you know, people don't necessarily realize what this is how this helps us. But this does help bump us up into in the search results of vegetarians. And when we uh, or vegetarians and if of iTunes, mm-hmm. and uh, when we ask people how they hear about us, a lot of times what we're seeing now more, more so than anything is they're finding us in search results, either mm-hmm. on Facebook or on iTunes, or just in different places like that. And that's great. And this is the type of thing that helps to people people to find us. Absolutely. So thank you so much for doing that. Are we ready to get into the main topic? Let's do it. Okay, so, you know, we've done a few episodes in the past about uh, kids and back to school and healthy eating, you know, healthy lunches and things like that. But it's it's been a little while. And it's we just recently, everybody's gone back to school now. And so I thought it would be a good topic to talk about, you know, ways to encourage kids to make healthy choices or eat, you know, healthy foods. Um, and the the thing to realize, and probably a lot of people don't think about it this way is you can start really early. Uh, it, you don't have to wait until your kids are eight, you know, before you start talking to them about, about, you know, why this banana is better than these Cheetos or, or whatever. You can start early. And in fact, I think that's a better idea because when they're eight, they're going to get a lot of peer pressure from yeah. their kids, that's their friends point. with the yeah. Cheetos and all of that stuff. So yes. you want to make sure that you're kind of putting that into their heads well before mm-hmm. they get to that point. Right, right. So, you know, one of the ways that uh, 
you can do this with young kids is to use meal and snack times as teachable moments to help uh, babies and toddlers learn about making healthy food choices. Of course, you have a, if you have a baby who's nursing or is still being bottle fed, there's really not too much of an opportunity there. But once they start transitioning into solid foods, you know, that's a good time to start kind of reinforcing things like this. So I wanted to add to one of the things I just remembered when you said that was when you were just talking about that was when I was younger, my mom, first of all, one of the things that made me love spinach was Popeye. Mm-hmm. The Because think about this, he's eating spinach and he mm-hmm. gets strong and he can beat up the bad guys, right? Mm-hmm. This really helped. And my mom, and I say my mom because she, my dad was out working and she was a, she was a, a what do you call him? <laughs> stay at home mom. There mm-hmm. you go. She was a stay at home mom. And she would teach us that type of thing that yeah. fruits and vegetables would help us be strong. And I can then see your mom doing then that. Then you're kind of reinforcing that when you see cartoons that right. show that too, right? So we definitely were buying into all that. So when right. we ate those things, uh, we're even open-minded enough to try those things, we were thinking about that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So you had a lot of uh, enemies to beat up, did you? I did have a lot. <laughs> I had a lot of enemies at four years old. <laughs> all right. So a few people wanted to take me out. Right. <laughs> all right. So, um, the National Center for Infants, Toddlers, and Families has a really good booklet, and we'll link to this. It's a PDF uh, free, and I'll link to it in the show notes. But it's a booklet called Healthy from the Start, How Feeding Nurtures Your Young Child's Body, Heart, and Mind. And I found this actually via the PBS website, um, Public Broadcasting System, for those of you who are not stateside. Uh, but they had a link to it, and they had a, a talk, talked about it in an article And so, of course, I I went to it and I read through the booklet and it's really comprehensive. It's really good for a short booklet. It's it has lots of information about helping kids from, you know, birth to three. Well, you know, birth within, you know, (laughs) Um, zero to three, zero to three. Uh, Understand what foods are good choices for healthy eating. And it one of the things that I really liked about it is that it has a detailed chart containing the different stages of feeding during these, you know, early years. And in the chart, it has each stage broken down into like, like zero to six months, six to nine, whatever, uh, how it's broken down. But it lists what your child can do at each stage with regard to feeding. So, you know, just nursing or and then feeding themselves by hand, and then, you know, things like that. And then it also says what you can do to help them eat properly, to learn about healthy choices at each stage, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. And as your kids get older, it's important also to explain what they're eating and why. So for instance, let them know that each vegetable you're serving them at dinner, what it does for their bodies. Mm -hmm. And we've talked a lot about the different nutrition. And I mean, you don't want to bore them with a whole uh, lecture on (laughs) nutrition. But like I said, with the spinach example, spinach makes you strong. Yeah, you you put it in kid terms, right? Right, exactly. And explain why whole grain bread is better than than, uh, like the white bread mm-hmm. processed, processed bread yeah. uh that is also something that ingrains there that's where their <laughs> minds ingrains. are <laughs> i didn't even mean to do that <laughs> it was awesome uh, <laughs> uh this is where it really gets into their br- mm-hmm. their brains at this point and and they'll grow up with those beliefs this is where they're really impress uh, impression impressionable <laughs> <laughs> right uh of course <laughs> easy so, for me to say yeah 
imp- uh, imp- now I'm saying impressionable. <laughs> of course, you know, this is going to involve educating yourself first. That's right. So you... So don't and, lie. <laughs> no, don't lie. Don't make stuff up. It's going to make you fly. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, don't say that. Um, yes, definitely. <laughs> really don't. Uh, of course, if you're Vicky, young Vicky, you jump off the roof with a trash bag trying to be Mary Poppins, but you know. That was the umbrella experiment. Oh, umbrella. Yeah, the, there was the parachute with the trash bag uh, and then the Mary Poppins umbrella, umbrella experiment. Yes. Okay. Well, which don't do that. Wrong, which went horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you know, things that, that you'll want to kind of learn for yourself is just have a basic knowledge of the benefits of the food that you're preparing and eating. So, I mean, like Vicky mentioned, you don't have to go to nutrition school, you know, to to learn all the the details and everything, but just have a basic idea. So like carrots, vitamin, you know, C, vitamin K, whatever. It's good for this, that, and the other. And um, you also want to make sure that you're encouraging questions from your kids and really don't be afraid to admit if you don't know an answer. Right. And you can, it's so easy these days, especially if you don't know the answer, you can even tell them, I don't know, let's go look it up and you mm-hmm. can research it together. That's mm-hmm. really cool. Kids yeah. really love that kind of thing. Yeah. Or challenge, if they're old enough, challenge them to go research I love that it. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And then tell you about it. Tell, you know, educate you, say, go find out and come tell me because I'm going to say you did that. With me. You do that <laughs> with me all the time where I say, Larissa, what about this? I don't know. Let's look. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. I, I can't tell you how many times we pause a movie or a tv uh, show we did that earlier today with game of thrones i'm yeah. on this i'm on this game of thrones binge Marathon. yeah this binge i'm trying to catch up i i'm now on season six uh and i'm loving it i can't believe i have not been watching this it this entire time so mm. but i digress okay Anyway, okay, so another thing you can do is to get your kids involved in grocery shopping, meal planning, and cooking. Yeah, we ta- I know we've talked about this sporadically mm-hmm. in the past episodes where we've talked about getting your kids involved. Kids love doing stuff like this, mm-hmm. especially when they feel they're, they love to create, they're little creating machines. They mm-hmm. love making things. And especially if it's something they think that the whole family's going to enjoy and mm-hmm. they had a hand in, this is a really good opportunity to get them involved. Exactly. So, you know, older kids can make grocery lists and help plan meals um, for younger kids you can still take you know when you take your kids to the store have them make their own choices so uh should we get apples or should we get oranges or you know ideally get both but (laughs) that's why i say both both but i mean would you rather have a plum or a peach you know and let them kind of make those decisions I just got this flashback to we, we my dad used to buy these huge watermelons and it was it was just so fun to watch him cutting it. Mm-hmm. It was just like a whole summer kind of thing, you know, and he would cut it into little uh, cubes mm-hmm. for us and stuff. It yeah, was my really papa used to grow them. Mm-hmm. Oh, and nice. And he always their their um their kitchen and the like the little dining area was always full of buckets of tomatoes and and watermelons and cantaloupe and corn and I mean there was just produce everywhere that's awesome yeah it was amazing all right another tip is you can play games kids love games so make a sorting game for example give kids pictures of foods and have them sort them uh into anytime and occasional groups mm-hmm and then also make your grocery shopping into a treasure hunt so create a list of clues for corresponding items in, on your list and then have the kids go locate them. Of course, you kind of want to, depending on how old they are, you, yeah. know. <laughs> you don't want to let them loose alone in a grocery store. Um, and, you know, of course, this, 
everybody needs to keep in mind that this uh, outline was created by someone who is childless. So I'm probably going to have moms out there rolling their eyes going, really? You think I have time to do that at the grocery store? But, you know, I mean, it doesn't have to be an every time thing. And then those are just ideas, yeah. too. I mean, that's yeah. not that's not uh, something that you necessarily have to do. Right, exactly. Uh, All right. So another thing that you can do is to show your kids where their food comes from. So if you have uh, farmer's markets in your town or city or local farms, even there are some farms that will allow you to come and tour or pick your own um, vegetables, take them there. You know, encourage them to ask questions at the farmer's market uh, or if you go to a farm, ask questions. And, you know, picking your own food is a really great way to learn more about it and have a greater appreciation for it. And again, going back to my papa, my, my grandpa, that was one of my favorite things to do when I would go and stay with them during the summer is to get up really early because it was in East Texas and it was blazing hot. So I would get up at, you know, six o'clock in the morning, grab two big white buckets and head up into the field and pick uh, field peas and black eyed peas. And then I'd bring them back. And then my Nana and I would sit in the recliners and watch Matlock and, and in the heat of the night and gun smoke and shell peas. And then that's what we'd have for lunch. So that was amazing. I I miss that so much, but it really does give you an appreciation for it. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of the farmers markets these farmers markets these days are like little mini festivals. They have mm-hmm. other things going on. So just that whole vibe there. They have music and all mm-hmm. sorts of things for the kids. People to bring do. their dogs. Yeah. And, and of course this is dependent on where you live. But mm-hmm. uh you know how big your city is and such. But uh they are getting much more uh like festival like, mm-hmm. which is really nice. So if you live in a in a big city where you might have some multiple farmers markets going mm-hmm. on like we do you do have the opportunity to take your kids to different ones and yeah. it's fun for them well and you know what i love about the pearl too just talking about that real fast is they have they always have chalk sidewalk chalk mm-hmm. the for, pearl, pearl is the pearl market yeah it's the pearl we, market mm-hmm. uh so every saturday and sunday but they always have at the big information booth they have sidewalk chalk and they encourage kids to draw you know yeah. on the sidewalks and and uh, and adults too i guess <laughs> uh but it's just so fun you yeah know? it is All right, so always have healthy snacks on hand. This is a really good tip as well because this is for adults too. (laughs) This is for us. We have really done a good job of purging some of the junk that we've had. We, like everybody else, and we're very transparent with our struggles and some of our challenges. We we have, as we've mentioned in the past, we were junk food vegetarians when we first started. We both have weight to lose still. Larissa's uh, dealing with diabetes, but... Again, this is not about being perfect. This is about slowly removing things and paying attention to things. And uh, we've done a really good job of, right now we don't have any sweets in the house, any Mm -hmm. processed sweets anyways. We have fruit and things like that. And um, just making sure, though, that you have healthy alternatives on hand if you want to snack. So again, this is... This is not just for children. This mm-hmm. is for adults as well. That if you, if all I have is bananas and oranges and apples and I'm craving something sweet, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to that versus mm-hmm. if I have a bag of chocolate too and I think, oh, I'll just have a couple of pieces of chocolate. Before you know it, five or six or of those little minis are gone and those kind of add up and they yeah. have a lot of sugar and processed stuff. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, the same goes for kids. You know, if, if it's there, kids will eat it. Mm-hmm. This is a lot of the big controversy, too, with having vending machines in certain schools and why some have taken it out and that kind of thing. Because kids do 
just like everybody else have the same temptations, you know? Right, right. All right. And, uh, you know, I, th- I would think that with kids, it might be a little bit more so too, because mm-hmm. especially if, if at home you don't have that, then if you go to a place like school where, you know, all you need is 50 cents or a dollar and you can get, you know, a Snickers bar, um, the temptation is really going to be there to do that because you can eat it and not get caught. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already seeing your little sneaky mind at work. <laughs> Rats. Rats. Who, me? Um, Yeah, so... All right, so uh, the other thing you want to do when you have your healthy snacks around is make sure that you keep them where kids can reach them. I mean, it's not chocolate. You don't need to put the apples on the top shelf in the pantry. Uh, Make make sure they're accessible. Make sure that um, it's things that, for younger kids, things that they can eat on their own without having to get a knife and, you know, and things like that. You don't want kids handling knives, but make sure that you keep them where they can get them. Yeah. Another important thing is to let kids choose some of their own snacks and their meals from healthy options, of course, if possible, uh, not like cereal, sugar yeah. cereals mm-hmm. and such. Uh, the reason is because, you know, they do, you can't necessarily force feed your kids certain things also. Like Brussels sprouts, I still to this day do not like Brussels sprouts. But my mom never forced me. All she ever said was, just try it and if you don't like it, you don't have to eat it. And to this day, the only two things that I can really think of are cauliflower and Brussels sprouts. And even at that, cauliflower I can tolerate in certain things. Just Brussels sprouts I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> and and the other thing that I don't like is grapefruit. I do not like grapefruits. Just mm. too bleh for me. <laughs> All right. So, and then don't forget about smoothies and juices. So eating whole fruits and vegetables, that's not the only way to get uh, fruits and vegetables in you. Uh, smoothies are really easily adaptable uh, based on fruits and vegetables that kids like, that your kids particular would like. Um, just when you're doing smoothies or juices, Make sure that it's a balance because you don't want all all fruit because it's going to be super sweet and a lot of sugar. Um, so balance, you know, you can put spinach, lettuce. You can put lettuce in a smoothie or a juice, and you can't, you can't taste, taste it. it. Yeah, spinach especially. You know, kale you can taste, I think, but um, greens like that you you just can't taste, and it'll give all the benefits of that without having to sit there and chew on spinach. Uh, you can also add peanut butter to smoothies for a little protein boost, which is good. You can also use um, silken tofu to make smoothies, uh, also a good source of protein. So there are lots of lots of different things you can do with that. Another tip, and I mentioned this earlier in our introduction, is to be a role model. So make, make good choices for yourself and let your kids see you do it. Uh, especially if they ask, why are you eating that? And you can say, because I want to be healthy or because I want to have more energy or because that type of thing, that that does make a difference to them. So being a role model, I think that's my parents never really had much of a talk, you know, like a big they didn't talk about it so much. It just was they what just it was. Did it, yeah. Right. There was always vegetables on the table whenever we ate dinner. Right. All right. So uh, another thing is uh, don't give up. You know, studies show that most children need five to 10 exposures to new foods before they will try them or, you know, accept them and eat them regularly. So, and that's the same for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> five fifty, whatever. Whatever. Uh, and, you know, sometimes it just won't work, period. But, I mean, because just like adults, kids, tastes are different. I mean, if you really just don't like the taste of something, you don't like it. But uh, with other things, it may just take a while. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I will say, I've said this to you, at least you're open to it. You do try things. So it's just, uh, for some reason, you just, uh, certain things you just don't like, like avocados. I can't, I, can't, <laughs> I can't get over that. <laughs> Dirt. Uh, all right. So the other thing that kids these days have uh, access to that we didn't have as mm-hmm. children was apps. So iPhone apps, Android apps, whatever. Uh, there's an app called the Healthy Food Monsters. Actually, it's a game that involves collecting healthy foods and avoiding the bad ones. What a great way to mm-hmm. teach your kids about that. And then there's another one called Awesome Eats. It's a game of sorting and stacking healthy foods. That that's what a great idea. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is great. And again, this is something we didn't. Have. We had Candyland. <laughs> 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 a really good point right so uh yeah this is this is a great way to teach your kids and to get them candy land. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny all right i think that does it for our main topic hopefully this has given you some tips for helping your children to make healthier choices uh, as they and i think a lot of these they stick with them as mm-hmm. they grow older so uh, healthy kids equals healthy adults a lot of times right all right let's move into the recipe of the week All right. So this week's recipe was suggested by Julie Martin. Awesome. All right. uh, From the Peas and Carrots Society. And so the recipe is healthy chocolate mousse. And I will say, you know, it still contains sugar. It still contains, uh, but healthy, it it, uh, is made, the base is made with silken tofu. And then it's got uh, cocoa powder and then a little bit of, of like high quality dark chocolate and, and a little bit of sugar. And, but it, it looks really easy to make and it looks good. Awesome. All right. The quote of the week. The quote is from Ann Landers who said, It is not what you do for your children, but what you have taught them to do for themselves that will make them successful human beings. That is awesome. I just that love is, Ann That Landers. reminds me of my parents. Yeah. yeah. You know, was, there was something the other day that I was telling my dad, we were at my brother's house and I said, I had seen somebody's behavior, somebody's bad behavior, and I remember telling my dad, thank you for not raising me that way. Oh, yeah. Uh, really, I think uh, this is the kind of thing when you grow older that you're just like, how how is that even possible that somebody would conceive that? You right. Know, so. I think it was with all the hurricane stuff and there's people looting people's houses mm-hmm. that I could never even conceive that type of thing mm-hmm. where people are, luckily there's far more people that are helping other people than there are that are doing yeah. things like that. But uh, yeah, this is where I, I think a lot of the, when your kids are young, that all of these, all of this is so impressionable for them. Exactly. All right. So the product that we would like to talk about this week is the Healthy Smoothie Bible. This was written by our friend, Farnoosh Brock, who was one of the first people we interviewed on this podcast Mm -hmm. years ago. Way back in (laughs) 2013, maybe the beginning of 2014. Yeah, I think so. 2014, I think. Now, we have a recipe in this this, uh, book. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is my spirulina Mm-hmm. And this is when I was experimenting with spirulina, which I, I loved it. I still, You didn't want to try it, but no. I loved it. <laughs> uh, so we have a recipe in this book, actually. Yeah, we do. Um, but uh, we will have a link in the show notes to this book. It's a really good, helpful book, particularly if you're running out of smoothie ideas. There's a lot of good creative ideas. A lot of these are submissions from other folks. So And it really gives you some good advice on getting started with with making smoothies if it's not something that you're familiar with doing or even mm-hmm. know how to start. Right. All right. So what's the question this week, Larissa? Uh, the question is, if you have kids, how do you help them to learn about and eat healthy foods? 
Yeah, as Larissa mentioned, we don't have children of our own, but we've been doing this quite a bit. Uh, but quite our a long dogs time. love fruits and vegetables, Absolutely. so I guess we've done a good job there. There you go. Well, in fairness, they eat socks too, so. <laughs> You're not supposed to say that. <laughs> They've nibbled on socks. They have not devoured <laughs> socks, but they have nibbled on them. Uh, but, you know, we have been doing this for quite a, quite a bit of time. And, you know, we've done past episodes on how to help your kids through Halloween and starting school a healthy way. And, of course, we've always seen such good comments as well from the folks in the Peas and Carrots mm-hmm. Society with some of their challenges and some of their tips. So if you're interested in joining that group, what up, guys? You go out to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen. You will be asked a couple of questions and then Larissa will let you in. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can leave us a comment on the show notes at vegetarianzen.com forward slash 223. Or also one last place is on our public Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash vegetarian zen. All right. I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.